Welcome to Anything Go Podcast, episode number two. Coming from you live. Today's episode, April 17, 2018. Um, I'm going to be discussing a little bit of WWE today, some NBA, maybe some NFL. Let's see how this goes. This is the Anything Goes podcast. As I continue to build and build and build my brand, my following, I want to make this one of the biggest podcasts in the world around. And eventually, to have all my podcast listeners to join in. And any topic you want to talk about, we'll be able to talk about that. But for right now, still building. And then in due time, we will make that happen. So, let's kick this off. Um, I watched what I could of the WWE last night, Monday Night Raw draft. Because I am a huge wrestling fan. And... You know, much as I could and before, you know, I do get up early in the morning and go to work. So, I try to give me a little bit of sleep before then. But, I really tried last night, but I couldn't stay up. But, I did get all my information everything that I need. So, what I think about it from 1 through 5, as I do my 1 through 5 ratings, I give it a... Mm, one and a half <laughs> because the reason why I give you that I mean I don't understand WWE you want us to be excited about the draft but you don't make it exciting you don't give the illusion I want to see the general manager or the commissioner out and about scouting talent no matter what if it's from NXT to Raw or SmackDown, this is what a draft is all about. It's not about swapping different people from brands. We don't care about that. It's really stupid. It's really irrelevant. And it doesn't make your brand better, especially when we already seen these guys on this brand before. So... My thing is, you want to make a draft special. You want to bring guys from the. You want to bring guys from the indie scene. You would be like, wow, we would have never thought that WWE would actually land this guy and bring him here on the show and show you what we draft. No, we get Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, etc., etc. What difference gonna make? You get the fashion police. What difference is it going to make? Because they beat the bar in three minutes. So what? These guys are no more than superstars and main event content. No more, no less. What was the reason for you to get Bobby Lashley? To put him in five-man tag? Five-ten-man tags? Three on th- three or three six man tags, tag team partners. Are you serious? You get Bobby Lashley 
to show people this is what we can put against Braun Strowman. This is what we can put for Brock Lesnar. This is what we can put for Roman Reigns. This guy right here is a serious contender. Anybody he fights, no, you put him in tags. I am not understanding WWE. Characters, creation, I just don't understand. Why are you wasting money on writers and people can't even build these guys up? All you want to worry about is a PG continent. PT content. If it's going to be PG content, put it, put it on Disney. Put it on Disney Channel. Put it on Nickelodeon. These are grown men and grown women fighting half naked. There is no PG about this. WWE, wake up. The kids' percentage doesn't amount to the overall percentage of what grown-ups put in this. And got to remember, kids are not paying for this. Grown-ups are paying for this. So get rid of the other crazy stuff and get with the program. So you get all the leftover rejects. I don't get me wrong. I like Bobby Roode. I like Drew McIntyre. But if you're not going to build the guys up, you're not going to put them in. Um, as I say, main event status, chasing championships, what are they there for? You could have kept them in NXT. Hell, if this was smart, he would put all his money in NXT. Because that's where it at, and that's where the real wrestling at. I am a wrestling fan. I like wrestling. I like long storytelling. I like long, drawn-out views. Because it gives us better content. It gives us somebody who we can choose for. You can get good heel heat and good baby heat. But, you know, I'm not running the multi-million dollar business. Well, not multi-million. multi Billion dollar business, which WWE sold to Disney. So the man is going to SmackDown. So that means Seth Rollins is going to SmackDown. Probably Samoa Joe. If not Samoa Joe, Finn Balor and the Good Brothers are all probably going, and they all probably will now go with AJ Styles to make the remake of what they did in New Japan. And the only really big money player is Rollins, which I think SmackDown probably get Dean Ambrose. Nobody ever mentioned Dean Ambrose. He got to wrestle somewhere. So, I think Dean going there. Uh... I'm looking at the Altars of Pain going to SmackDown because SmackDown needs it. And for some reason, I look at Raw. Raw got a lot of wrestlers. So what's SmackDown got to do to make up? Because Raw has a lot 
of wrestlers. A three-hour show, you have to have a lot of wrestling. You have to have a lot of content. So what SmackDown has to do, SmackDown has to pull a couple of raw power players, top performers, to go there. I'm looking at Sasha Banks, Bailey, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, possibly Samoa Joe. I would love to see Roman Reigns go to SmackDown. But which is not going to happen because he's going to win the championship in Saudi Arabia. And reportedly, that Samoa Joe is supposed to be his first match at Backlash, which is, supposed, which is going to be for the WWE Championship. So, who is AJ Styles is going to face? Well, everybody you've been asking for, you're going to get it. You're going to see AJ Styles and Seth Rollins get it in. You're going to see Finn Balor. But you may see a lot of three-ways more than one-on-ones, which SmackDown loves to do. So, Jinder Jinder Mahal goes to Raw with the United States Championship. That means the writing is on the wall for Seth Rollins to go to SmackDown and eventually beat AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. And the reason why I say that because AJ Styles has no storyline. And AJ Styles is the type of guy you don't need to hand him a script. Let him build his story in the ring. So... Tonight, I will be watching SmackDown. Tonight, I will be seeing what SmackDown is going to do. I pretty much already know what they're going to do. But can you surprise me? Can you surprise me, SmackDown? And pull a wrestler out the hat that I didn't even think you could even get. Let's see what happens. I need to give y'all a five-star rating, which is not going to happen. So can I at least give you a two? Because it's all you're going to give me. Don't let me give you a one and a half like I did wrong. I don't want to do that. But push come to shove. I will make that happen. So we'll see. I need Oscar to come on over. I need them to build that woman division up over there very good. So I need Oscar to come on over. I need Bailey. I need um, Sasha Banks to come on over and make this one of the most competitive women divisions in the last 10 years, 15, 20 years. So, my overall rating for Raw tonight was a one and a half. So let's move. So I watch a lot of playoff games this weekend. Was I shocked by any any of this? No. Was I shocked that LeBron then lost to the Pacers? No. I'm not shocked at all. And if LeBron and don't get it together, I'm most definitely not gonna be shocked at the losing Pacers in the series. And I'm most definitely not going to be shocked if Tyrone Lewis loses his job because he deserves 
to lose his job. What Cleveland went wrong at, they should have kept Larry Drew going. They went on an eight-game winning streak with Larry Drew. The reason why? Because Larry Drew know how to play players in matchups. Some reason I don't understand Tyrone Lou. What makes you think you're gonna start a starting five that hasn't been playing together? None time the whole year. Tyrone Lou, you put it on yourself. You put it on yourself. Either you gonna go or LeBron gonna go. Put I mark this down, I put it down now. Put it down now. No matter what happens, Tyrone Lou will not be the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers next year if LeBron James comes back. He will not be the head coach. You can guarantee that. So, that's just not going to happen. Sorry, T. Lou. Ain't going to happen. So, LeBron, you're going to have to have an MPV performance from here on out. Me, I picked Cleveland to go to the NBA Finals, to play Golden State. But I'm telling you guys, if Cleveland can't hit no threes, they don't have guys to make their own shots. You got LeBron James playing almost 40 minutes, so that means guys are not going to be able to make their own shots to get hot. They're going to be waiting around, waiting on LeBron James. Not good at all. Not good at all. I have always said, Cleveland needs to take a Toronto page. For you to beat Golden State, for you to even get to the finals, Cleveland has to have a bench. And they have to go deep with the bench. Leave no stone unturned. That's the thing with Toronto. They're playing everybody. If you don't suit up, you're going to play. And that's what Cleveland need to do. Somehow, someway, LeBron James is going to have to pull out MVP forms around now. You don't lose that first game. That's a no-no. But since you did, now, most definitely the heat is on. I was speaking of heat. Yeah, the Miami Heat got their got um, finally even a series last night. Which, once again, if you look at Philadelphia, this is a team. And now that three-point shooters are not hitting, they're going down. And they're going down in an ugly way. No matter what Ben Simmons can do, no matter what Joel Bean can do, if their shooters are not hitting their shots, it's over for Philadelphia. I was here with right here one um, sports writer say, 
This is the year of Toronto Raptors. And I was thinking like, nah, it's not. It's, it's, it's not the year for Toronto. You think about it. It is the year. It's most definitely the year. If if Kyle Lowry and DeMar Rosen can average 20 points or better in the series from here on out, nobody's beating them guys. Nobody's, nobody's beating Toronto. Not even the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James will have to do more where he knows for a fact he's not going to have it to beat this team that's going to come with him in droves. You think you're worrying about Golden State. Golden State only had to even go deep on their bench to even beat Cleveland. As long as they got two guys average over 20-something in the series, Cleveland is going down. So, I'm still sticking with my guns. I'm still going to pick Cleveland and go to state. Because when you have the best player in the world, you're not going to let this man fail. Because if you do let him fail, it's a possibility that you will be stuck in Cleveland. Without no LeBron James at all, except for Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, and a Rodney Hood, and a Tristan Thompson, and a J.R. Smith, that no fans in Cleveland will, will show up to watch and pay for. So Cleveland, you better get it together because where your team is built now, if LeBron leaves... Ugh. Ugh. If you don't get a top five pick, maybe a top three. Ugh. It's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. So, it was, good. it was a good playoff series all the way around. And, you know, so I wasn't shocked that Philly lost to Miami. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked at all because... Miami, you can have one of them games where D-Wade give you 28, and you have some guys that that feel that that vibe that D-Wade brings to you when he's showing you he can get it done at that age. He will make certain guys play better to get a win, but that's all they're going to get. So, but the play has been pretty good along one night. You got two more tonight. You got Portland and New Orleans. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I also think, uh, who else played tonight? Uh, I think Toronto didn't play. Toronto and Washington played tonight. So, we'll see how it we'll goes. And uh, on my episode number three, I most definitely will go, I will go more in-depth on the playoffs. And possibly look at the NBA draft, what's going to be. Look at a couple teams and see what it's going to look like, especially my Los Angeles Lakers. So we'll see about that. And I want to get to, before I end my podcast, is the Dallas Cowboys situation with Dez Bryant. 
Like, if I think if it would have been any other team other than Dallas Cowboys, nobody, I most definitely really wouldn't be talking about this Dez Bryant situation. But since it happened, and who I think Dez Bryant's going to go to and play for, is first of all, for a guy like Dez Bryant, you have to have an accurate quarterback. And you must have a top five quarterback. If you're under top five, Dez don't go there. Because with your skills, and they say that they're diminished, if you go to a, a under top five quarterback, you, bruh, you, might not, you may play your last games, your last full year in the NFL, period. So this is a very tough decision. For Dez Bryant, it has to be a small one. It can't be about the money. It has to be about winning. It has to. You got to tell yourself, I got money. I can still make plenty of money. It's not about that. It's about winning and making me the best player that I was a couple years ago. Because when you're looking right now, if you have another bad season, it could be your last season. So, if I was Dez My teams I would go to first. I would like I, I would have him go to Green Bay. Play with Aaron Rodgers. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I would be on the phone somehow, some way, telling Dez to come here. You see what I can do. I am one of the most accurate passes also. You see what I can do. I could put the ball anywhere and pinpoint. I can make you better again. That would be his best fit. His Green Bay. Second is New England. But the Patriots not going to play him. But my goodness. What Dez would do with Tom Brady. But my thing is. If you don't run good routes. You can't make good yards after the catch. You're not going to play New England. New England likes a lot of Caucasian wide receivers, a.k.a. slot guys. They can play one, two, or three. With their system, they can have all slot guys that they really want to. Number three, he should think about going to is the Baltimore Ravens. Pretty much a vertical team. There ain't going to be a lot of West Coast. You got Joe Flacco. But my thing is, Joe Flacco is not elite to me. So my thing is, Joe Flacco is not going to make Dez any better than what Dez is right now. Number four will be the Denver Broncos. You add him with Demarius Thomas, a couple more pieces in there with Case Keenum. I think Case Keenum can get the job done with Dez playing in Denver with that altitude. And them cornerbacks that get tired very fast. I think Dez can revive his season. I think Dez can maybe lead the league and receive it again. Number five.
he should think about going to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's somehow, some way, if Philly could pull it off. But Dez will have to play there for a little bit of nothing his first year. A little bit of nothing. Then he can cash on his second deal. But I don't think the Eagles are going to willing to take him because Dez is not going to play for really nothing. Now, he could go to the Redskins. He always talk about saying he won't go to the NFC East team. The only team that's really going to take him is the Washington Redskins. And if he have a great season with Alex Smith, he can cash in, throw the X up there anytime he wants to. I think Dad's still a good wide receiver. I don't think he's a number one. But you put him with another superstar wide receiver, you got two number one slash one two, you can make some good things happen. I would love to see him go to my boy, the Carolina Panthers. But... Cam Newton ain't gonna make him no better. Cam Newton need guys who can run around and get out of their breaks real fast. And that's something Dez don't do. So Carolina had to simplify their offense more for Dez, and which is not gonna happen. So Dez going to Green Bay is very good. That's my choice, and I'm sticking to it. So I will be back. For episode number three of the Anything Goes podcast. And um, like I said, I want to build this. I want to build, build, and eventually put it on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else, and YouTube. And, you know, I want to be one of the biggest, the best. This is why I want Anything Goes, and I want my listeners to play a big part in this and we will because I want my listener voices to be heard not only mine but also yours so again I will be back for episode number 3 and I just want to thank all my fans and my listeners listen to this podcast and let's help me grow and eventually we will be there so, be back again at it. Everybody, peace, love. And anything goes. I'm out.